0: Hi there, I'm Ryan Hermes, and this is episode one of the Hop and Vine Cast, produced on behalf of the Michigan Beer and Wine Wholesalers Association. This podcast is designed to give you a look at Michigan's beer and wine industries from the inside out, from new brands entering the state, special releases, beer and wine festivals, and a sneak peek inside the state's beer and wine distributors. When you reach for that six-pack, 12-pack case or bottle of wine at your local grocery store or beer and wine shop, do you ever stop and think about what it took to get that beer or wine into the cooler or on the store shelf? Maybe not. I mean, most of us know. The beer and wine are delivered to retailers from distributors. But what happens in those warehouses each day? To find out, I spent a day with Dan Henry Distributing in Lansing where I witnessed the almost choreographed movement of high-low trucks and pallet trucks throughout the warehouse. This is
1: a uh, movement all day long. There's people moving back and forth. So as we saw earlier today, the guys were unloading the trucks and stocking the warehouse. And now the night crews in, they're depleting the warehouse from the pick locations. And then tomorrow it all starts all over again, so they just keep, it's a rotation of every day of making sure everything is stocked to the full capacity so the night crew can pick and get all the beer out for the next day. That's Charlie, by the way. My name is Charlie Cove, I'm inventory manager and uh, government affairs.
0: He's our tour guide of Dan Henry Distributing's massive warehouse nestled on the south edge of Lansing, which houses some 400 brands.
1: Our biggest brands that we carry is the Miller Portfolio, Miller Lite, Coors Lite. Uh, Miller Miller Coors is our biggest supplier that we handle. Our second would be Labatt, so Labatt, Labatt Light. Uh, Going down to Sam Adams, and uh, Constellation, which would be Corona, Modelo. And then on to Heineken, which would be Heineken, Dos Equis. And then getting into our craft beers from Michigan, uh, we carry, uh, Atwater would be our largest brand that we carry. Griffin Claw would be our next largest. Uh, We carry North Peak, Uncle John's, which is pretty local to us for our cider. Uh, right in St. John's, Michigan. Morning, Skip. We have about five guys in the warehouse during days um, unloading trucks, rotating product, getting product ready for the night crew to pick throughout the evening.
0: I was say it seems really
1: really active. Yes, it's very active. Um, I think we actually have uh, eight inbound trucks today, which is a heavier day.
0: And that's what the morning crew starts with, the inbound trucks. You see, a distributor is constantly working ahead towards the next day. The morning crew is unloading new beer and wine from suppliers, prepping things for the afternoon and evening crew, who gets trucks ready to go out the next morning.
2: My name's Joseph Chuak.
0: I am an over-the-road driver. Joe spends most of his days in a truck, either long-haul trips to pick up Miller and Labatt products or in-state trips to pick up beer from their craft beer suppliers. We pulled down
2: which is our empty uh, pallets and empty barrels we either pull them to the brewery or we'll go empty to uh, Trenton Ohio which is the Miller Coors Brewery or we'll go to Mississauga Ontario Canada to Sherway Warehouse and pick up our Labatt's and we do actually drop down in Cambridge Ontario there so we go to two different towns in Ontario and normally we only go to the Trenton Ohio Brewery for Miller and there's also breweries all over the United States for them if we go in-state, we do a lot of um, inter-distributor transfers where we'll go to o we'll go to Powers, we'll go to JPO Sullivan. A lot of people will have a bulk product dropped at their warehouse and we'll go pick up our inventory from them. So we do a lot of that one day a week and then we'll usually go to the other breweries three or four days a week.
0: So Joe picks up beer from all over Michigan or dips south into Ohio or north into Canada and hauls it back to Dan Henry Distributing. That's where guys like Skip come in. And yeah, my name's Skip Winters, and uh, I presently drive a fork truck. Skip's time in the distribution business predates Dan Henry Distributing, which has been locally owned, family owned, in fact, in Lansing for over 25 years.
1: The packages
0: have increased. <laughs> by probably 500%. And he's not kidding. Dan Henry Distributing has over 1,000 SKUs, which we'll better explain shortly, in its warehouse, and that number is constantly growing. Back when I first started, we had the Miller Brewing Company. Uh, We handled the Bats, Lowenbrau, um, Heineken, then we had the Heilman Brewery products, uh, Blatt's, Drury's, Wiedemann's, Pfeiffer's, Old Style, and uh, So, yeah, it's changed quite a bit over the years. After the trucks leave each morning on their routes, the last one leaves about 7.30, Skip gets to work aboard his high-low or forklift unloading the inbound trucks. We usually receive anywhere on a low day from 3 up to a, a big day of 12 semis. I think today we got 10. It's fascinating, really, to see the meticulous layout of Dan Henry. When you first enter the climate-controlled warehouse, you're greeted with stacks of cases of beer nearly reaching the ceiling. The further back you move, the more shelving you find, filled with cases of all sorts of craft brands, from national players to Michigan-only beers. This layout is on purpose. The brands that move in bulk as in pallets at a time. Miller Lights, Labatt, Corona. They're stacked closest to the trucks, while brands that may move at a case or two at a time are further back. It's all part of a process to make picking orders the night before more efficient, and that process begins with the sales reps who hand-collect orders with all of their accounts. They do
3: a product-by-product product order. So wow. they run down a shelf and they order according to their shelves and their back stocks. Most of them will do an inventory prior to ordering, see how many days of supply they have on any particular item, and try to make sure that their customer can get through until the next delivery. Orders come through into our computer we process them and then it's everything's done load by load so each individual customer will have their pallet of beer or pallets of beer whatever it happens to be And uh, our loaders are directed to put them on the proper trucks.
0: That's Nate.
3: Nate Tolsteica. I'm the warehouse manager here at Dan Henry. I uh, oversee all the unloading and loading of trucks, all the product, rotation. And,
0: man, there are a lot of different brands to process.
3: When I started here, we had about around 400, and now we're probably, what, 16, 1,700?
0: And and for people that don't know, a SKU would be one SKU equals one style or one 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 brewery's beer?
3: So... A Miller Lite 12-pack bottle is one SKU. A Miller Lite 6-pack bottle is another SKU. So every iteration of packaging for them, ranging from half barrels and quarter barrels through 40-ounce bottles, 24-ounce bottles, 24-ounce cans, that's each individual one is a different SKU.
0: So who's in charge of processing those orders that come in? My name is
3: Brian. Uh,
4: I'm a night warehouse supervisor. In the system, it'll have that whole driver's whole day laid out, and so when, you, when I process orders in the afternoon for the case throwers, it'll break down what stores they have and everywhere, and they know from me training them where to drop it, what truck it goes on, and it shows them right in their iPad.
0: Okay, so orders come in, orders are processed,
2: now orders have to be fulfilled. That's kind of where the fun begins. My name is Cody. I do case flow, so pick cases for roll racks. Um, I take hot shots, um, kind of wherever I'm needed, basically. Around. So, yeah.
0: so for, for people who've never been in uh, a wholesaler before, what's, what are, you said hot shots,
2: what are those? Hot shots are basically special deliveries, I guess would be the best case to put it, you know, things that didn't make it on the truck. Employees like Cody are buzzing around the warehouse in what
0: looks like an open-air forklift, but he's standing, not sitting, and the forklift prongs are behind him,
2: not in front of him. It's called a heister. I, I don't know the best way to describe it. you stand on compared to ride on or sit on and yeah you go way up in the air and that's what I use to pick cases from way up in our racks
0: so so yeah so you're picking cases of beer you're not
2: pulling off pallets of cases of beer exactly I think this thing only has a has a 3,000-pound weight limit, which I think most pallets are more than that.
0: So now you have these forklifts and heisters going every which way around the warehouse. There's a constant honking of horns, so there's no surprises, and people picking cases of beer to build pallets.
4: When you're building pallets, you have to think about what's going to be your most sturdy, biggest block towards the bottom so that it can ride safely to the stores, and then still trying to keep everything level, everything all packages different sizes, try and keep it level all the way throughout the pallet to keep it as sturdy and stable as possible.
0: So not only are you trying to grab the right stuff, but then you're trying to stack it so it doesn't fall over, so things don't break. Correct, correct. That and as neatly and cleanly as possible and
4: time efficiently as well. My name is Scott Reed. Um, I'm Nightcrew Warehouse at Dan Henry. And uh, I run around and build all the pelts that uh, eventually get loaded up on the trucks and then distributed out to local chain stores Myers, Cuties, Speedways, and whatnot.
0: Scott's job is unique in that he doesn't so much see brands as he sees dimensions. How can he build a sturdy pallet to deliver to a retailer? That can sometimes be easy when you're talking about 24-pack cases of cans. Those make an easy base. Craft brands, however, with their different-shaped six-pack holders, can present a different quandary.
4: When you get to your big stores that are a lot of craft brews, which they have different-sized bottles for looks and designs and everything like that, your pallets don't go together like it would in this manner. You have lots of ones and twos and a lot of random cases all throughout the whole warehouse and you have to jog from place to place and figure out and know which cases will stack with which. So you end up almost kind of running a maze type through the Warehouse trying to make sure that your pallet's gonna ride safely to the stores.
0: Stacking the pallets definitely takes some brain power. However, technology is taking much of the guesswork out of finding the beer you need and even determining how much you need. A few months back, Dan Henry went to an all digital system, and Charlie says by just scanning a barcode, you could find out everything you need to know about a particular brand.
1: Back docks, we got 1,700 cases. Another row, we got another 1,700 cases. Um, we got 728, 1,092, and 273. And you can actually go into those um, and move them, inventory count them, and uh, see where everything exists. And it does tell you by code date as well. So we track everything in the warehouse by code date, by package size, um, where it exists throughout the warehouse. So.
0: so that's how things work on the admin end. This is what pickers like Scott see.
4: You have to go through and on your with your orders, it'll split it all up based upon pallets. So we have a system that splits everything all up and it'll talk in your ear and tell you to go to a specified bin location. And then, so for Angry Orchard Sinful, you would have to come here and scan a UPC that's on the case or bin number. And then after that, it confirms that I would have to grab two cases, grab the two cases, confirm, say, next location, or begin, no, sorry, next location, and then it'll go up to the next case. And so you go through the entire order that the computer has put together for you to then finish it
0: with a... And this is, this is all on an iPod that's strapped to your arm? Yep, an iPod and then a
4: finger scanner, which uh, actually gets the UPCs from the uh, cases.
0: And this is how it works.
4: If you scan it.
1: Pick two cases.
4: And then you'll go ahead and hit next.
1: Next location, C11
0: and then it'll tell you your next location. I feel like that's got to make things more efficient to not have to be thinking as much about where you're going, but having somebody tell you? Yes, um, definitely.
4: uh, We have hardly any mispicks compared to previous years of working. So
0: Scott, Cody, and the rest of the crew have picked beer and stacked it on pallets for the next day. Then what happens?
4: We load everything except kegs. So we'll load all the cases for the truck, but I have a keg thrower. Who works nights as well. So he'll pick all the kegs throughout the day that have to go on the truck on pallets. So he'll build a pallet for each truck, for how many kegs they need, and then Nate will load those in the morning.
0: That's Brian, the night supervisor, who sets the table for Nate, who gets the kegs loaded and the wheels rolling on each of the 14 trucks that make deliveries daily across Den Henry's
3: 14-county distribution area. Anywhere from 5,000 to 13,000 cases depending on the day of the week and the time of year.
0: What's the busiest time for you guys? Or uh, right, ar- stretches?
3: Right around the 4th of July. Uh, When due to our location when students are returning to school. So that Labor Day period gets a little dicey. And then Christmas is a lot busier than people would think.
0: That first truck goes out each morning at 4.30 and the last one pulls out of the loading bay by 7.30. The process starts all over again. So the next time you reach for that six-pack, case, or bottle of wine, think about how many people went to great lengths to ensure that product made it to you fresh and in one piece The long-haul driver, the unloader, the picker, assembler, the loader, and the driver who delivered it. This has been the Hoppin' Vinecast. I'm Ryan Hermes. Thanks for listening.